Is Andrew a man of mystery or a victim of hit and run lighting? <laughs> You'll find out today on Two Real Guys. Hi, I'm Larry Jordan. And I'm Norman Holland. And Norman, what the heck is today's show about? Today, I think we should talk about lighting and how you can use lighting to help tell your story. No. <laughs> yeah. Look around. Have you seen, look at all the lights we've got here. How many of these lights do you see reading a book? Exactly <laughs> none. Uh -huh. It's really a common misconception that uh, people like you might have <laughs> that story is only told through the dialogue or through the, the words that are on the page. Yeah, and actually story is influenced by every single thing that the audience experiences. So lighting is incredibly important in order to do that. Well, can we tell stories with lighting? Oh, absolutely. In fact, let's get Andrew up there on stage and shoot him for something as simple as an interview. This should be fairly simple, right, Larry? I just throw a light or two up on Andrew so we can see him. <laughs> if you've seen what's going on to light this show, you'll understand it's more than just throwing a single light up. But as usual, you know, you're wrong again. Let's take a look at a first try at lighting. For instance, here's Andrew. And notice how the background is brighter than Andrew is, which distracts the audience. It draws the eye away from Andrew and forces them to look at the background. They say, why is it so important? You've lost control of your audience before Andrew has said a single word simply by screwing up your lighting. But on the other hand, you might want to do that intentionally in a narrative film, for instance, if there's something that you want to show in the background of a scene. Right, all right, fine, great. But let's say that what we want to do is an interview and we want the interview to look good. Yeah, it here, doesn't work here, you're right. It doesn't work here. Now, let's change the lighting. Here, Andrew is lit from the top like a ceiling light. Mm -hmm. Notice how this adds strange shadows to his face, especially under his eyes, which creates a feeling of home movie-ism. Ish, sort of, because that's the way home movies are lit. They've got a single light hanging in the ceiling, and it's illuminating the entire room. Say, and that may not be what you're trying no. to do at all. I mean, I don't know what you'd be trying to say with this in a narrative. <laughs> I'm completely confused before Andrew even starts talking. Because lighting tells as much of the story as your script does. You've got to pay attention to your lighting, regardless of what your budget is and what you're shooting. You have to allow time for lighting. Mm -hmm. And let's spend some time and show you how even even some simple lighting techniques can make your life a lot easier. Right, so let, let's look at another example, right? In this one, uh, Andrew's got this light from the front, which looks better than that ceiling light. Right, a light from the front, and when you reduce the angle, so it's not coming from above, but it's coming just a little bit above the eye line, it's called a key light. It's better than overhead light because it reduces the shadows, and it still has a lack of separation from the background. Well, what sort of feeling do you get from this type of lighting? It's nice. It's kind of flat. It's a little bit stark. It's not very appealing, but it's better than a ceiling light. Mm, right. Well, then let's try and even the lighting out then, okay? All right. Well, let's add a second light. It's on the opposite side of his face. It's called a fill light. A fill light is a little bit, little bit lower than the key light, not quite as bright. It softens shadows. It makes Andrew look more approachable and much more 
more appealing. Yeah, he looks, um, well, friendlier. Well, the fact that he's smiling doesn't hurt either. (laughs) (laughs) Right, but even without the smiling, we did that just through the lighting, all in the lighting. I mean, we got a key light, and then we did that fill light. Right, so far we've got two points. We've got the key light, which is bright, the fill light, which is a little softer on opposite sides of the Mm -hmm. face. We've got some nice modeling, some shadows. His nose looks like it's it's in the center of his face. It doesn't create weird shadows. (laughs) And we've got some separation from the background. It improves our ability to see Andrew clearly, it adds dimensionality, and it makes him look approachable. So now we've got a key light. That's on one side. And then that fill light. And that's on the other side. And now we need to add a backlight. And notice how mm. all of a sudden there's rounding over the shoulders, there's, there's light on the back of his head. It improves our ability to see Andrew clearly, but more importantly, it separates Andrew from the background. So we can see, ah, there's the background in the back. And there's Andrew in the foreground, and our eye goes to what we want him to see. Right, now this whole concept is so important that we've even got a term for it, don't we, Larry? We do, it's called three-point lighting. Ah, say that again? The three-point lighting. Three. It's like the rule of threes, except it's lighting. Different. (laughs) Anyway, three-point lighting means a key light, a fill light, and a backlight. And we use it all the time in filmmaking. Interviews like this one. Narrative, yeah. Yeah. Paying attention to the lighting Mm -hmm. makes a huge difference because it makes your interview subject seem human, approachable, and inviting. All right. Now, three-point lighting is, as you said, it's the mainstay of interview lighting, but it's also used all the time on narratives. But, um, you can actually get much more complex and deeper than that. So let's use three-point lighting to convey four different emotional messages. Okay, let's go back down to Andrew and take a look here at Andrew. He's just backlit, strong backlight, Mm -hmm. light on the background, nothing on his face. He seems very mysterious. It's unsettling. You use this when you don't want to know what the person is feeling. It masks the emotions. Yeah, I might not want to bump into this Andrew (laughs) in a dark alley, right? But uh, how about this one? Let's like uh, add some flat front lighting here. Right. What we've done is we've added a key light. And now Andrew seems cheerful. He seems friendly. He seems like somebody we'd want to meet. Yeah, dark alley or not, right? Now let's change the lighting, and this time let's move it, instead of the top light that we looked at before, remember that ceiling light with all those strange shadows? Yeah. Let's flip it 180 degrees and lighting from below. Mm, completely different set of emotions. Totally different. Lighting from underneath is the direct opposite of what we're used to with sunlight. Stuff that's normally have shadows is highlighted. Stuff that has highlights has got shadows. It's what I call the Vincent Price look. Mm-hmm. It's very unsettling. It conveys feelings of power and untrustworthiness, even even evil. Nah, that's the Vincent the Price The mad part. wizard is lit from underneath because it makes them seem extreme. Okay, now what about this one? Uh, this one, there's lighting. It seems like a very high contrast between the light on one side of his face and the other. And uh, I kind of see this a lot in dramatic scenes. It is. What we've done is we've got a high contrast. The light is coming from behind, but we've got a, a dim fill coming from the front so that it forces your eye to look just at a portion of his face. I mean, look back to the classic movies of the 1940s. Casablanca right. comes instantly to mind where Ingrid Bergman steps forward and just her eyes are lit and the rest of it is dark. Well, where's your eye going to go? We are forcing the eye Mm -hmm. to look at exactly that part of the actor's face that's going to drive the emotions home for that particular scene. It is, lighting is just so powerful. Right. It helps convey that story and the emotion. In fact, you're telling the audience what they should feel. And that's what filmmaking is all about, manipulating the audience. Remember we talked about that? It's all about doing that in a positive way. We'll be back with a tip right after this. One technique that improves the quality of your project's lighting the most is a backlight. 
Separate your talent from the background and the results will be dramatic. Lighting can do more than illuminate your action, it can also illuminate your story. I'm Norman Holland. <laughs> and I'm Larry Jordan. Thanks for watching Two Real Guys.